welcome to week 12 here on the island, the Fantasy Island Podcast. I am Bombo, and I will be giving you a last-minute refresher on the trade deadline. Players to add, players to deal, and strategies to help you improve your team and your fantasy football experience. Make sure to like, follow, and interact with all things Fantasy Island Pod on whatever platform you are using to listen to this right now. Let's go. The trade deadline is approaching. It's usually around Tuesday, around week 12, Thanksgiving time. So I'm going to go over some people that you should trade for, some guys that you should trade away, and just overall strategies when it comes to trading. We're going to start off by just going through the whole idea of trading. If you're one of these guys that doesn't like trading, it's probably because you're scared that you're going to get the bad side of a deal. We tell you on the show all the time, stop being scared, sack up. Trading is a part of the fantasy experience. You don't want to short yourself on something that makes the game more fun. And for those that are trying to look for a deal, it's real easy. If you're new to a league, even if you're familiar with league, you should be trying to actively see who in your league is more willing to make a deal. Some apps will allow you to see how many moves a team has made. If you pay attention to the waiver wire or if you pay attention to just moves made daily, you know pretty much who the teams are that are actively doing everything they can to try to make a change. Teams that are actively doing what they can to make a change with their roster. Hey, on every league, you have that guy that drafts and literally leaves his lineup the way it is. He'll use his bench, doesn't try to improve anything, doesn't try to make a trade. All hope isn't lost for those guys. What you want to do is either send a message or if you have a group chat or anything like that, you want to start communicating to that guy. Hey, your team would do a lot better if you can do this, if you can do that. Sometimes you have to set up a trade that's not even with you to help that guy start to get into the flow and start to trust the process in some of these trades. And just like I said, just improve the overall fantasy experience by being a true manager and willing and dealing with other teams. Real simple. Let's get right into it for some players that you should trade for ahead of the trade deadline. First player you should trade for, DeAndre Swift. Everything is set up to fall in place for DeAndre Swift rest of season. He has a great schedule. The Eagles usually will be playing with a positive game script. If they're going to be in shootouts, they're still going to go to DeAndre Swift. And if they are leading the game most of the time, they're going to go to DeAndre Swift to run out the clock. And he's more than capable to break a big play, even when he's just trying to kill time. He's a true bell cow right now. Yeah, if you just saw the national televised game Monday Nighter against KC, there was really no other running back that was getting any run. Philly is pretty much handed him the keys to the backfield. I got him as a top five guy in PPR the rest of the way. Try to make a move for DeAndre Swift. Just know it may cost you, especially coming off of a big game. But He's one of the few players that I'll say you might want to overpay for him, especially if there are question marks with your running backs. DeAndre Swift will be a consistent high floor, high ceiling contributor to your lineup. Make a move for him. The next player I'm going to tell you to go out and get is Garrett Wilson from the Jets. And to tell you the truth, this is motivated by the quarterback change. Zach Wilson, you're out. You're on the bench. Not right there. Move over. You're over there. Zach Wilson demoted to third string in a matter of a couple of days. They are handing the keys over to Tim Boyle. And this is one of those things where he may not be proven, but We've all been asking for a change of quarterback. If you have any stock in Garrett Wilson, well, we finally got it. Garrett Wilson gets the targets. He gets the receptions. He's yet to get multiple touchdowns or even sniff the end zone since week one. We're going to need Garrett Wilson to get in the end zone. Maybe Tim Boyle is going to be the one that does it. That's the roll of the dice. That's why we play. Change of quarterback 100% is going to help him. The touchdown trend cannot last forever. And if the Jets can rally up as a team and get behind this quarterback, the same way the Raiders got behind Antonio Pierce when Josh McDaniels took a hike, I'm not saying that Josh McDaniels and Zach Wilson are the same guy, but it's a very similar situation. Locker room divider. I think everyone on the Jets can come together and have this new guy's back. All it takes is a game with a couple of touchdowns to Garrett Wilson. All of a sudden, he's back in wide receiver one territory. Make a trade for Garrett Wilson, and it may not tell, and it may not cost you that much because he just came off of a dud in week 11 with the Bills. So try to get him. And my next guy that you got to trade for, Michael Pittman Jr., who is secretly a wide receiver one. I mean, he's not giving you the most flashiest plays, and there's not a lot of nationally televised Colts games. But Michael Pittman Jr. is a wide receiver one, top 12. And rest of season, his schedule looks great. 
not only that, but Josh Downs is a little banged up. Plus, he's not getting targeted as much by Gardner Minshew. Speaking of Minshew, he's had a full bye week to prep to lead this team to a playoff berth because they're not out of it. And I think right now, if you trade for Michael Pittman, you're getting a wide receiver one, and you should try to get him for a wide receiver two price, especially from people in your league that aren't too hip on what he's been doing. Maybe the owner knows what he's doing, but if you give the Michael Pittman owner in your league a wide receiver two plus a piece, you can get Michael Pittman Jr. I'm pretty sure you can. And then you leave him in your lineup for the rest of the year. Go get Michael Pittman Jr. On the flip side, I'm going to give you some names of some guys that you should trade away. And stop me if I sound like a broken record. We're going to start with Tony Pollard. He had one good game, not great game, against a really bad defense in week 11. Sell high immediately. The Cowboys are going to go back to their bread and butter. And that's throwing the ball all around the field. Plus, eventually, Rico Dowdle is going to eat into this backfield. I mean, we're, it may not happen this week. may not happen next week. But he's going to eat into this backfield. He's going to vulture some touches away from Pollard at the goal line. If not, Dak is going to take uh, goal line touches away from Pollard. Uh, I just think that right now he's at his apex. Now's the time to sell him. Get a more sure option. If you could flip a Tony Pollard for a Bijan Robinson, DeAndre Swift, uh, even a Saquon Barkley, who we're going to get into right now, um, I would go ahead and do it. I just don't have any faith in Pollard. I don't have faith in Pollard being the bell cow running back that everyone envisioned him being as a part of this offense. Saquon Barkley, Giants running back. Yes, he has the ability. He is a game changer. He can take a screen pass to the house at any time. But the reason why he's made my list of guys that you must trade away, I just fear at some point they got to shut it down. The Giants have nothing to play for. If he's smart, he's not going to go out there and risk injury. The Giants shouldn't go out there and risk injury if they want to move forward with Saquon in this Brian Dable era. So you run the risk of them eventually getting so far out of it and, and being down so bad that they eventually just turn to see what else they have in that backfield and they shut Saquon down. If not shut him down, definitely limit his carries and no longer will we see Saquon getting 25 to 30 touches a game. But if you are a Giants fan or you are a huge Saquon fan, I think right now for the exact same reason why I'm saying you, can, you should get rid of him, you could probably acquire him on the cheap, but you're still running that same risk. Saquon being shut down towards the end of the year. I hate to see it because I have stock in Saquon, but he is in my starting lineup for now until some other options come up, but he's definitely not a set it and forget it. And for our last trade away, we're going to say trade away that backup quarterback. Hear me out. I'm going to throw some names at you. And these are some guys that were either picked up off the waiver wire or drafted on the back half of drafts just to back up a quarterback. And maybe that quarterback for you has been balling out. Maybe the quarterback that you drafted as your starter got hurt and you've been rolling with one of these guys or a combination of these guys. But Brock Purdy, Sam Howell, Justin Fields, Josh Dobbs, Kyler Murray, these are all guys that were heavily available on the waiver wire at some point during the year. And maybe a really smart manager was able to pick these guys up. And now they're rocking with two good quarterbacks. Basically, what I'm saying is if you got two good quarterbacks, choose which one you want to ride with for the rest of the year. Take that other one and try to get a haul from them because I guarantee you in your league, there's a guy that got none of those quarterbacks and he's out there starting Kenny Pickett or he's out there starting Matthew Stafford. If you have a good high quality backup quarterback, trade him to the guy that's hurting, trade him to the guy that's fighting for a playoff spot and has a big hole in his lineup at the QB position. I guarantee just start off the negotiations, send him a trade, see what he'll ask for. Just don't ask for a quarterback back. We can get a lot of depth and some quality pieces for a starting quarterback, especially one that puts up top 10 numbers. Go for it. And like we tell the listeners, it all comes down to how comfortable you are with the league, how comfortable you are with your league mates. And, you know, at the trade deadline, you want to start rapid firing off proposals because you're going to miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Like I said before, you want to open up those lines of communication. You want to start talking to your league mates and just seeing where their head's at. And you also want to stress the importance of getting a deal done before the deadline, because after a deadline, it's going to be slim pickings on the waiver wire, and you're going to be stuck with who you're stuck with. You might want to open yourself up to an opportunity to add some players on your team that you wish you had all year. Hope I was able to help you out a little bit. Hope I was able to give you a little bit of courage to go out to your league mates and get a deal done. On behalf of Sweet Tea and Mr. R.W. King, I'm Bombo. See you next time.